Hi, I'm Brian, and I love Hallmark Christmas movies. I'm Brian, and I like Hallmark Christmas movies. I'm Dan, and I despise Hallmark Christmas movies. I'm Dave, and I've lost my will to live. <laughs> and this <laughs> is the Deck the Hallmark Podcast. Deck the Hallmark, it's his podcast. Brandon and friends host his podcast. We hope you like this jolly podcast. Sometimes I wonder how many Deck the Hallmark episodes is too many in one week. And now we know. Now we know. <laughs> well, this. When, when Dave said, uh, like, you know, his thing about losing his will to live, if I would say that, but I know I have to be back for another <laughs> yeah, one. Like, Dave doesn't have next, to. That's right. He doesn't have to be back for another one. So, but, but I, I do think this is this is progress because Dave, last year you joined us for the nine kittens of Christmas. That's right. And I thought we'd never see you again. So the fact that we got you back for another one, that's a. I call that a win in my book, yeah. buddy. They just got to keep putting well, animal movies out there. I had this idea that. You know, that kitten movie was very bad. And <laughs> and so this would be maybe not so bad. <laughs> because I love an animal in a movie. I love I love the animals. As I mentioned on the kittens episode, the cruel the cruel joke of my existence is that I'm I love dogs and cats, puppies and kit kittens, and I'm allergic. To everything, like seriously, <laughs> go to the emergency room. Allergic. Man. I have been to. I have been to the emergency room, and um. So anyway, I watched that kitten movie last year with y'all, and I was thought I was thinking, well, that was like war, and <laughs> this, I it's I. I can't. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's well, a good we'll, thing. We'll he, save it for the hot take, Dave. You, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll give you time to uh, to get your thoughts together oh, there, because I know it's yeah. a lot, lot to process. We do love the troops. Um, yeah, clear. yeah, yeah. But so, but happy that you're back. Happy that you're back. How many of I these? I love being here with y'all, as evidenced by the way that you got me on camera at five forty-five this in the morning. <laughs> Uh, when you did the marathon that's with true. Alonzo. That's yeah. right. That's that true. was early. That's true. That was early. But yeah. you're, you're an early riser anyway. You early get up, riser. You get up early, you get riser. Up early regardless. Um, are, how many of these have you uh, watched 10 seconds of this season and then promptly walked out of the room while Alonzo uh, watched it? Um, none, I think. Okay. Like, I've, I've kind of just kind of wandered through the living room and looked at the screen and and I would say like if I recognized somebody, I'd I'd be like oh hey it's the juice guy yeah or or oh hey it's uh, it's Dirks from Letterkenny like that is what I would say and then I would keep walking and luckily that could have happened in one movie this year that so we could have knocked movie. out both of those that uh, is, in fact that is the film that I walked through and I was like oh hey I know that one and I know that one I don't know that other one but. There you yeah. go. There well, you, go. It, you you know you and your husband Alonzo host Linoleum Knife podcast at the cinema. It's incredibly yeah. wonderful. What would it take Thank to have a, have a Hallmark movie on Linoleum Knife? Like, would, would it be hell completely? No. See, here's the problem with that with that idea. <laughs> we are a podcast of actual cinema. That's true. That's true. Yeah. That's um, the real movies. Real movies. <laughs> um, and these are uh, eighty minute uh, advertisements for greeting cards and plastic Christmas trees and 
uh, stuff like that. Cable but suit, isn't everything now? Everything's going to streaming. No. What is cinema, no. Dave? <laughs> cinema is 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 the, you you know it when you see it. <laughs> so and when uh, you don't, also when you don't see right. it, you know it. That's right. Yeah. I think that's a beautiful segue to talk about a real, real, a royal <laughs> corgi Christmas. I love it. Um, a royal cinema. Uh, sure. movie is what I sure. want to call it. Um, it originally aired on November 25th, 2022, and it went a little something like this. Uh, the movie kicks off with Prince Edmund returning to the family castle, as you do. In what country? Uh, the one. With uh, a gift. Isle of Comfrey. Thank you. Isle of Comfy? Isle of Comfy? Comfrey. Okay. With a gift that he got. I think his plan was to give this to the queen. Another family. Yeah, yeah. queen mother. And um, it's a corgi named Mistletoe. Apparently the the castle has a corgi thing. They have corgis. So he was like, "What's, what's another corgi to throw into the mix? They have a corgi handler. So what's the big deal? The but big he deal? says, I'm not, I can't. No. He's not with this out. one. This one? This one, I can't not train this one. Blood. I can't train mistletoe. We then meet, uh, uh, how would you say her name? Cecily? Cecily. How she says it yeah. is how I would Cece say it. was yeah. another. I have a, one of my, one of my gifts in life is being able to hear someone say their name and promptly forget it. Um... <laughs> Cecily, who your good is friend Alfonso, yeah, that's says. exactly right. Names Alfonso. are not important. Um, <laughs> uh, Cecily is a celebrity dog trainer. She's on a talk show promoting her book and her new charity, Rover Rehab. Try to go to Rover Rehab, and I said woof woof woof, woof. Uh, which is still in need of funding. So mistletoe so that made the air. Uh, immediately gets into trouble and a clip goes viral of mistletoe the corgi destroying a party by pulling a ham off of a table <laughs> in slow motion. Uh, the queen is not pleased to say the least. She says that the video is the last straw and that he might not be the successor. And by he, I don't mean mistletoe. Mistletoe is never on the table to be the, the key. Uh, but Prince Edmund. Uh, so Cecily is, he gets a job to train mistletoe. This is going to be good for her because maybe money, maybe even money for Rover Rehab. Um, and also good for mistletoe because of training. But Cecily's whole thing is that you have to, the dog needs to know who its person is. And the royals don't really understand that. They're more like, can't I just give it a treat and call it a day? Cecily's not having it. So she gets Prince Edmund to be in in the training with her, uh, helping him learn commands and whatnot. It's not going well. Uh, they're constantly, Mistletoe's just running off all the time, getting into trouble. Classic Corgi, classic Mistletoe. Uh, Cecily and Mistletoe go into town. They're visiting things. They're visiting an orphanage with gifts. Prince Edmund is asking Cecily out on a date because that's kind of what he does. Yeah, but, he's a playboy. But I think that this one might 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 hit. Uh, they find out that the pap, the paparazzi, the pops, uh, gets word. I'm talking to someone from L.A. I feel like I got to know the terminology. The paps uh, gets word. <laughs> I don't think it's the paps. Is it the paps? <laughs> 
I don't, I don't think it's the Paps, Brandon. The Paps hang around the cinema. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they get word the Pap does. The Paps get word that uh, that they're going laugh. that they're going on a date. It almost, uh, they're like, no way. So they decide that they're gonna go on like do their own special uh, stay-in dates, like a staycation. They're gonna make some pie. They get distracted. They dance. They burn the meal. Great stuff. Cecily's having an all-around great time. The dog is starting to to get trained and whatnot. The corgi handler overhears Cecily talking to her manager about, like, hopefully getting the funding for the Rover Rehab. And the corgi handler is kind of the, the worst. And, you know, all that good stuff. Um, and so now it's time for uh, the party that she gets invited to. Uh, she comes downstairs, and I guess somehow uh, Prince Edmund was uh, was given this information, uh, handed to him a, a full binder of facts that Cecily had about the royal family. And we all know what that means. This whole thing has been a lie. You have been faking what? liking me this whole time because no. you have a binder of facts on me. So says, hey, get out of here. You just you're good for nothing. She runs off and all that good stuff. And so um, the queen tells Edmund that it seemed out of, you know, out of character for Cecily to like to be doing this whole bit, like just for funding for the thing. And he's like, hmm, that's interesting. I hadn't thought about that. Uh, Cecily's very sad when she's saying goodbye to Mistletoe, uh, and who wouldn't be? But luckily, that time with Mistletoe gives Edmund enough time to find her, tells her that he's happy that she didn't leave, and uh, that also he didn't become king, so now he can come to New York with her and like get a slice or something. They kiss. Mistletoe is woo, woo, woo. Happy about that. And that, my friends, was a Royal Corgi Christmas. We did it. Yeah, we're going to talk about this one when we come back from this break here on Deck, Deck the, the Hallmark. Hallmark. Guys, we're doing the best. So good. We're back. We're talking about a Royal Corgi Christmas. We're breaking it down. We're going to start with the hot take. Let's start with you, Brian. Brian? Yeah. yeah. First yeah. dog yep. Hallmark movie First, right. what, that dog, you've gotten to cover? Yeah. Didn't we do one where Natalie Hall works at a pet store? Dag it. We did. Dag right. it. <laughs> Brian, what did you think about a Royal Corgi oh, Christmas? Had, she had the uh, yeah. parrot. Yeah, Real yeah. bad. Yeah. Um, so this one, the, the movie, it's not great at Royal Protocol, as I know it or understand and it. And you sure. know Royal and Protocol. I know, no one yes. knows it. Yeah, um, nobody knows and it. And not You're good, the best at that. The yeah. best at Royal Protocol. Yeah. Um, and not the best at dog training either from what i know about dog training <laughs> but it was kind of fun like i kind of had a fun time watching this movie uh the the royal protocol on the isle of comfrey is different than any of the royal protocol i understand people are just walking into rooms talking like addressing the royals like yeah, they're just whatever you want to do it's a yeah. casual the, the it's royal, business casual yeah, business casual comfrey. royal yeah, yeah. i love comfy so yeah, well yeah exactly so they're serving themselves tea they're cooking themselves dinner so that threw me for a loop. So I had to get over that little mountain and just understand that this is a different royal 
vibe than I've ever seen or tried to understand. Okay. So there was a lot of fun stuff. I wouldn't, I don't want to watch it again. I don't recommend it highly, but I had a good time watching this movie. So that's where I landed. There you go. Uh, Dave, what'd you think? Cor- Corgi? No Corgi? When Brian says he had a good time watching it, it makes me cock my head like a, like an actual dog that doesn't understand what's being said. This is uh, this movie is an affront to human decency. I'm angry at all of you for making me watch it. Even even Brian and I've never met you in person. Even Panda, and he's not here right now. So angry. <laughs> so you liked it? That's that. That's no, no, no. What would you? What, which clear. one would Wait you rather? We, okay, we got the schedule out, and Alonzo Duraldi, and he does not speak for you. I understand that, but he texted us and said, "Dave White wants the Corgis movie." I, I want to be clear up front. Yeah. We didn't yeah. seek out and be like, yep. Dave, you got to do the Corgis one. So, you know, I, I think it's at least. No, a- don't put me on blast for volunteering. <laughs> <laughs> uh, gun, gun, gun to head, nine kittens or Corgi? Which one are you rewatching? Oh, nine kittens is the Godfather part one and two. That's compared right. To That's this. right. Yes, 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 yes. This is. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to get words out of my mouth to, to, to describe the abomination that that this that this is. Um, there is so okay. Uh, when Alonzo sat um, Alonzo sat on the couch next to me while we watched this, and the words Mar Vista came up uh, <laughs> on the screen, and I said, "What is what's a Mar Vista? I don't oh, know what this no. is." And he said, okay, it's a production company and they, they make really, really cheap, 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 cheap movies that sometimes Hallmark uh, picks up. Um, he said, this one has higher production values than the other Marvista ones because it is officially in association with Hallmark, something like that. Yeah. Unfortunately, Higher production values for Mar Vista. I don't know what the other Mar Vista <laughs> movies look like, but like I, I y'all see the movie Rushmore in the nineties. Yeah, the sets here look like they don't look as good as the Max Fisher players school plays sets. That's how bad everything <laughs> looks here. But imagine, Dave, um, just if you will, imagine yes. on seventy-two millimeter at the New Beverly or something <laughs> like you know you got right. your you got your diet coke and some red vines and that film mm-hmm. reels rolling like now yeah. like that's what you want, right? No, <laughs> no, no. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't want this. Um, <laughs> This is a this is a very this is a very bad experience that I had uh, watching this film. Good, glad you could join us. Yep. That's my hot take. Good, that is glad worth you every come. second of this day. I um, I I am not a huge royal guy. That's typically that's been Panda's thing. I am I would be personally okay not seeing another mm-hmm. royal movie. Um, and corgis aren't my dog. Like I'm not a big corgi guy. So already going into this, less than excited. And unfortunately, the hurdles in place 
that have been pointed out, even by Bryant, who said he enjoyed the movie, were too much even for Brand to overcome. This will be towards the bottom of my list of movies. I do delight Hunter King, and I'm happy that she signed a deal with Hallmark. And we'll you see delight more Hunter King. I delight so Hunter King. Personally, again. Hunter, if we got her on the yeah. phone, yeah. she would say, Brand delights me. Yeah, yeah I think so. Okay. I, I, right. I mean, I think she knows that about, about uh, like our relationship. relationship. Yeah. Um, and so I'm happy that she's going to be around mm -hmm. uh, more in 2023. And I thought that the guy was fine. Um, but I hope to never go back to the Isle of Comfy again, sure. where rules, it's like the whose line is it anyways of the royal movies. That's right. Rules don't matter. The points mean nothing. And apparently you just, as many corgis as you can have, you can just yeah. have them wandering around. I don't know. It didn't do much for me, sure. unfortunately. And I, and I hate that. You know, you guys yes. know that I hate that. Yeah, I know you do. Uh, this is one of those movies where Hallmark basically like asks you ask the animal in the movie to have so much cuteness that you overlook the rest of the movie. And I'm here to tell you that there's not a corgi in the world that could carry the weight of what they asked this corgi to carry. I mean, not with steroids and 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 just begging strips. What about strips. with three corgis? I, it doesn't it doesn't exist. Uh this is a tough watch, people. I, I would even say, and I'm not going to be in the Hallmark movie drafts uh, royal one. I, oh, no, I think I might be. I'm not sure. This may be the worst royal movie I've ever seen, Ooh, which wow. is a, an impressive feat. That's a, that We're in impressively bad territory here. Um, you know, the only thing that may work in this movie is Hunter King reacting to the idea of getting to do all the royal things while dating the prince. And there's like one reaction that I was like, hey, she gets the bit. Aside from that 10 seconds, this is 84 solid minutes of please, please don't, never again. I don't want to do this. And so I'm sorry on behalf of Dave White, who we, we've had several movies this year that got a thumbs up from me. And instead, we got Dave to come on, uh, the guy who is on the podcast of the cinema, for, for one of the worst of the year. So I feel like we did it. <laughs> so you're welcome, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all the feels. I, I go ahead. Bad for the, sorry, I'm no, sorry. No, 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 no you go, go ahead. ahead. Yeah. Oh, I felt bad for the corgi because <laughs> you know I I like corgis and they got those cute little little nothing kind of legs, you know. Yeah. Um, and the dog is a very well trained dog. Apparently, its its actual name is Bonbon. I did my homework. Yeah. Nice. Yep. Yep. Above and beyond. The, the dog's performance is 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 very dutiful and and earnest and sort of hardworking, but there's a look on its face that you cannot train into a dog, and it's the look of, I am trained to do this, I am looking for my treat, I am here for the check, aka the treat, right. and and I'm looking off camera a lot at my yes. trainer. I am not uh, giving a, a, a an emotional performance. You can pick you can pick animals out of the world that are going to be stars because they have expressive faces. They have unusual faces. They have uh, uh, faces that remind us of human emotions. And this dog looks like a dog that doesn't care about anything other than what the trainer is telling, uh, telling it to do. So I, I kind of felt bad for the dog. As you said, Dan, it was being asked to pull a lot of weight and, 
you know, clearly the people making this don't care about human performances either. <laughs> so there's no reason why they should care about dog performances. Yeah. Um, and, and, I will- and, and again, I, I don't want to blame the humans either. They are doing what they are paid to do. They're trying. And I never blame an actor for a movie that's terrible because they don't get to say what cut, they don't get to say what take gets edited into the film or out of the film. So, yeah, I I will say this. It's tough to put, the dog is supposed to be not trained in the movie. Right. Right. And that makes it even harder because this dog is expertly trained. Yep. And so it any, takes an expertly trained and, dog and, to act like it's and not it trained. Just, it just, it's what we don't Do need yeah. is even more, like even the scene where he wrecks everything is very yeah. expertly trained. Yes. <laughs> and so it's just unfortunate. It's an unfortunate series of events. It's like when I act like I don't calls. know how to read something. Or how like, to yeah. pronounce the name Cecily. Right. That's been right. said all like movies. That, yeah, like like that. that takes an expert. It would be similar to that. An That's expert. Right. Right. Uh, let's talk about feels. Brian, what gave you feels in this movie, buddy? So, at one point, Regina King as Cecily, uh, she has on what I can only describe as... Did you say Regina, you say Regina King? King? Did I say Regina did King? Did you watch a different movie <laughs> than I did? Yeah, you said I Regina, Regina King. King. Why did I write Regina King? Academy Award winner Regina King. Yeah. Academy Award film. winner. It's Hunter King. Yeah, yeah it is Hunter King. King. I did write Regina King. I have no idea. I must have been thinking of Regina Pizza, which is in Boston. <laughs> a right. great pizzeria for some reason. I wrote Regina King. Yeah, Hunter <laughs> King as Cecily. So, so, nice recovery with Brent the pizza gets there, the, uh, You guys like pizza, right? <laughs> sure, we oh, all do. Oh, man. So, Hunter King as Cecily. The only Cecily. logical explanation for me writing Regina King is I was thinking of a pizza place in yeah, Massachusetts. I was hungry. It's the only logical explanation. Mm, Regina Pizza. There so hungry at that time. Uh, she, she has on... Uh, what looked like I can only describe as um, denim coveralls. Yes. And they were fantastic. Yeah, they look great. Denim. And uh, the rest of my feels time I'm yielding because I have a royal amount of weight what's that I need to get to. Oh, a royal amount. Fantastic. Though I did use a lot of time there that I didn't plan on using, so I don't know how many weight what's I'll get. Regina King, ladies and gentlemen. I saw that uh, denim outfit, and I said, Brian Harold's going nuts right now. Just going nuts. Uh, Dave, any uh, feels for you while watching this? I feel nice when uh, corgis run and also when a corgi puppy does that little yawn that it does. And that happened. And so, um, so in those uh, collective uh, three seconds, I felt, uh, oh, I felt, I felt that feeling I feel when I see a dog, I want a pet and then I can't or else my hand will fall off. Yeah. Fair. 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 Uh, Is that a, a good, good feeling? Yeah, it's a good feeling. Good feeling. Okay. Not the hand good. falling. Not the hand falling. Off. That'd be a pet. bad. That'd be a bad. Bad feeling. Yeah. Um, I got uh, you know, none really watching yeah. this. Mm-hmm. I was so disappointed by the lack of Christmas. Uh, yeah, yeah, I just no real good feels in this one for me because it's not even a dog that I necessarily like. So even that is like not a, a feels for me. So unfortunately, it's a no for me, dog. Oh, good boy. Like the sheesh. Royal amount of weight, what? Thanks, Brent. No for me, dog. Can we just cut it now and let Dave talk for 30 minutes? Yeah. Uh, I uh, I searched my heart and found nothing. I do think corgis are wonderful, but even in this movie, they didn't really get an opportunity to be, like, adorable or or anything. So I, I just, mm. yeah, it was a big, big fat no for not me. Not enough corgi for you. Not enough corgi for me. Too much royal, not enough corgi. Yeah. Duchess's Royal Cat. We're going to take one more quick break. And we'll be right back to get to the Wait What's and the What the Hallmark here on Deck the Hallmark on W-O-O-O. Euro TV. Your town.
on the rocks. Is that a new drink you're ordering in your town on the rocks? That's the name of the station. Uh, welcome back, everybody. We're talking about a royal corgi Christmas. Let's get to the way what's... Uh, Brian, you said you have a royal amount of them. Yeah, I'm, I'm so, going to cut it down a little bit. All right, you I go for it, buddy. a number of things in this that I just enjoyed. Uh, the TV At the very beginning, when she was on the TV show, the host said that she couldn't, or somebody said she couldn't um, donate or, or be part of the board of her charity which was, what is that called again? It was um, Rover Rehab? Rover, Rover Rehab because of conflicts of interest. So I'm wanting, wondering what kind of... Uh, yeah, that didn't make any sense. What of, is she like anti-rehab for animals? Is she on like a board of a company that <laughs> yeah. like, poisons animals? That's a conflict of interest with my company, yeah. uh, Lame Dog. <laughs> yeah. uh, and it seems like it was pretty easy to get a note directly to the prince. Yeah. So, like the day after yep. that video went viral. And so that seemed a little too easy. The tree they were decorating, I, you heard you mention something. Oh my term. gosh. It was basically see-through and it might have been upside down. And <laughs> it was so bad. It's embarrassing how bad that Christmas tree is. And it was uh, it was duking it out with the prince's military uniform for Wolf's <laughs> prop because I swear he had a, uh, a, a Tacoma Fire Department patch on I, that thing. I, he, I'm telling you right now, my twin six-year-olds put the medals on that uniform. It was so, like they put them on there. Oh, like all different colors, crooked. All over the place. It crooked. I just... Like it the was sword absurd. Flopping around. That was a from a prop department at a summer camp. It was. Like, so it was bad. really bad, and it was hilarious. It was, was, oh, great. it was so fun. Every time you see him in it, you laugh. And it Hobbs, great. Uh, Hobbs tells the prince that the king would have wanted him to forge his own path, and I'm pretty sure the <laughs> king would not have wanted the incoming prince to forge his a own path. A lot of princes. Look, that's a common thing, right? A lot of the <laughs> Whatever princes. Whatever you want to do. Yeah. Uh, you, but, you know, you when you're born into this family, we want yeah. you to forge, yeah. forge, forge your Go be an architect. Not predetested. Major in, predetermined. Major in art at a liberal arts college. Yeah, that's fine. Like, do what you want to do. And the, uh, the last thing is... Is the she said the earnings from the der derby will send so many kids to college, and I just was like baffled. I'm like, it has. To, I mean, Europe has public Free university, so they're obviously not part of Europe. Like the Isle yeah. of Comfrey is doing it out yeah, there, just charging yeah. for college. Yeah, that's, yeah, that that's fair. Uh, Dave, anyway, what's for you? Yeah, um, there's a press conference early on, and there's a string quartet playing at the press conference, and they have little synthetic fabric Christmas bows on their music stands. I thought that was royal protocol. Confusing. Um, there's a moment where the dog is yanking on the tablecloth and pulling the food off, and and it happens over the course of uh, apparent weeks and people, <laughs> no, one no one goes no one. to get, no one goes to secure anything on the table. Like no one is running to the, no. to the, to the rescue of the food and the yeah. table. Like yeah. there's, there are no employees in this castle whose job it is to tend to that sort of thing. And, and to stop a, an animal from going berserk and pulling everything off of it. Corgi literally um, grabs the tablecloth and looks around. Yes. Is anyone? No it one's. No one's going to stop me. Hours it took. You sure? No one's going to stop me. Okay. There is a reference. There is a reference to the name. They call it the Christmas Castle, and they explain that <laughs> some people who were on their way to 
the Holy Land stopped at the cat. Like, where were they coming from that this place was on the way to the Holy Land? It's an island. They stopped at the, the cat. Yeah, it's for, also, it's an island. Yeah. Um, so they were taking a boat to the Holy Land and they stopped, stopped boat. at the castle. Um, for some so people, a Christmas castle might be the Holy Land. Though. So this And this castle... I've seen bouncy castles that look more <laughs> like castles than this place. The, the, it is so flimsily constructed. You can't lean on the walls. Lots of drywall everywhere because, you know, that's what castles are made yeah, out of. Yeah. Um, there's a, an exchange of dialogue where uh, he says to her, Prince Guy says to trainer lady Regina King ever, I believe is the name did I ever tell you yeah Regina King <laughs> um, did I ever tell you about my 24th birthday in Crete right yes <laughs> he says no was it wild and he says I don't remember and I think then why did you bring it up you couldn't tell her anything about it if you wanted to you remember nothing and I wish I could remember nothing about this film, but now I will be stuck with it in my mind forever. There's a moment where they are decorating that unfortunate tree, and there is a 16th century family heirloom that has not only been stored haphazardly in a box of random ornaments, um, and they get upset that the dog winds up winds up with it in its mouth, but then they just take it and are passing it around hand to hand. Like, do you know what? Do you know what archivists have to wear on their hands when they're touching things? It's what you are, have to wear to pet a dog. Six hundred, yeah, things that are six hundred years old. You don't just touch it with your little peanut butter fingers. You touch it. You touch it with gloves that will protect the thing but nope not only do they have they, they pass it around from person to person oh look at this 16th century uh, uh family heirloom that was grandfather's favorite the king's favorite the dog gets it they take it out of the dog's mouth and then they just like leave it in a chair <laughs> and that uh also made no sense there's a library <laughs> a secret library <laughs> there's a library where the you know priceless uh, books are sort of all leaning at a forty five degree <laughs> angle on a shelf. Do you know what happens in an in art in a library with super super old valuable books? That that not that. <laughs> it's like oh yes, we have our own personal Gutenberg Bible and we just leave it on the floor and the dog's going to pee on it any second. The the door of the library is trompe l'oeil. So like. There are, it's a wallpaper of right. fake books right. on the. Yeah. Not, <laughs> I had no. that down as well. It's a like, secret library. Usually you want people to be fooled on the outside. Yeah. Like you, you have the same wallpaper no. on that door as everything else. But I, who are you trying to fool on the outside? You know that inside? Prince had a tough time finding that door sometimes like, too. Man, He's like, man. oh, come on. One of those nights in Crete. Yeah, no forget way. it. I have more. When they bake <laughs> the pie. Uh, first of all, all the lights are off in the kitchen. It's all entirely lit by little little twinkly lights. Yeah, sexy time. Yeah. That ain't how you, that's not a thing <laughs> that anyone does. Um, also, five minutes, I don't know, 
what 7,000 degree oven they used yeah. to, to bake that pie, but it began burning in under five minutes. <laughs> Immediately. And instead of, instead of removing the burning nope. item from the oven to stop the fire, they take tea towels and just sort of waft at the air. Yeah. That thing is still on fire in the oven. It's still burning. They're just going to like wave at it with tea towels to get the smoke out of their precious Christmas faces. Um, it is, a Yeah. Dave, I, you, I know you're, you're, now. you cook and you bake. You must have liked that oven, though, right? That was a pretty cool-looking oven. Well, that's a, yeah, it's a fancy oven. Yeah. You know, fancy people, oven? people, rich, rich, richy, riches, they get to have Richie ovens riches. like that. Oh, yeah, and the Christmas ball uh, <laughs> takes place in the bright mid-afternoon sunlight. <laughs> yeah, that's right. In their day, living daytime. Home. It's like a Thursday afternoon. <laughs> yeah. It's time for the Christmas ball, you guys. Everyone show up in your weird, cheap-looking <laughs> formal wear that isn't. Um, yeah. It is, it is as Dan earlier said. This is a very embarrassing situation for everyone involved. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I had, I, I'm so proud of myself. I had four of those. I had a couple of those as well, so I don't. I don't have um, a lot, a lot left well, over. I've got more. Don't worry. Uh, I'm, I'm sure that you do. Um, one of them for me is the binder of facts yeah. that were so, was oh somehow gosh. so offensive to him. I don't know how to break this to this guy, but he's famous, like. <laughs> It's not like yeah. she hired a private investigator to get me all the information on this guy so I can try to get money from him. No, she probably just printed out Wikipedia yeah. and put it in a binder. Like, I don't under, I, that was the most appalling yeah. thing to me was that she was, they, they were upset about this. And then she says, I didn't read it. Right. And then, yeah, yeah she's, I didn't, she says, I, I didn't, didn't read, even it. read it. Why didn't you read it? That dude put that whole thing together. You're preparing to work with this guy. You would read you it. You have to fly a across the yeah. world, yeah. over the ocean, and she couldn't even find it herself to open up the binder about the guy that she's going to go meet. And she and was mad at him it. for not even reading the contract. Like, it's absurd. <laughs> I didn't read it. <laughs> I go bull on that. Uh, last one, and I am just royally offended. <laughs> on behalf the one thing that we have going into these royal movies is that we get to see these castles decorated to the nines with christmas and that i've never been more disappointed in a christmas uh, hallmark christmas movie decorations than this movie can't uh, hang a lot on drywall <laughs> i the, the tree dave mentioned the tree was just barely it was i was offended a personally offended as uh, someone who prides himself as if there if there was a board of Christmas dumb, I'd be on that board yep. and I would I would uh, say no, you're not invited. Christmas back. decorations Christmas. in Hallmark movies are your cinema. Yes, mm -hmm. yes, mm -hmm. it's what it's what it's what. Yeah, that's fine. It's it's the whole it's the whole ball game. It's it's two Corinthians. I don't know what we're. I don't know what we're doing here if we're going to get a castle and just put a tree that I could literally stick my arm through and not feel a branch. Yeah. What are we doing? Offensive. There are really, there are really beautiful trees uh, out in the world, uh, you know, uh, uh, that a lot of people will refer to as Charlie Brown trees. Yeah. But they are very branchy and spindly, and they are meant to be that way um, to, to showcase ornaments. Uh, this was not pretty like that. This yeah. was something. This was something else. The decorations. I agree with you, Brand. The decorations should be fully on point in these films because quite often that's all there is. And 
Unfortunately, I hate almost all the decorations I've ever seen in any Hallmark movie because they all look like, you know, cheap plastic stuff from Balsam Hill. And I, I can't with that, um, especially when they try to pass it off as these are family heirlooms. And I'm like, no, you got Classic. that. At, you got that on the Internet last week. The, um, the 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 decorations in this castle are uh, haphazard and and strewn about and and they movie magic is to take something cheap and make it look gorgeous and beautiful and old and real and and they have somehow managed to take things that look exactly what they look like exactly what they are uh, <laughs> this is a budget kingdom if anything and at one point people are walking down some stairs and there are these giant um stars that just sit on a stairwell and they're like three feet tall they just are they were just put there two big giant stars and i don't know where you get that or why you think it should be on a stairwell that people are trying to walk past and i i turned to alonzo and i said so there were no like inflatable twerking Santas that they could have blown up and put in the ca castle. They had to put these like burgundy colored stars on the, on the, on the steps. It is um, just, everything looks gross. Everything here looks gross. It's gross. It's gross. Dan, speaking of gross. Uh, no, how, <laughs> how dare you? I would never. How dare you? Um, you get it. So I, as a professional teacher, when I see Hallmark movies about with teachers, I'm personally offended. I cannot even imagine being a real dog trainer watching this movie. <laughs> I can't Im imagine sitting through it. Uh, first of all, we have find out and established that our leading lady has no training or certification to be a dog trainer. None. <laughs> Zero. Zero. She took some psychology yeah. classes about human beings and applied them to animals, and yep. Bob's your uncle. You, you've got yourself a dog trainer. Second of all, her big move that shows how awesome she is is teaching dogs how to fetch. I could do that blindfolded. That is not a dog trainer. That is the ba most basic dog training of all time. Here's the problem, my big problem with that scene where the corgi like destroys everything and no one's doing anything and he he literally pulls on the tablecloth with the Christmas ham, looks around and is like, is everybody cool with this? <laughs> Keeps pulling. <laughs> my problem is, is that later we see that that video has gone viral, which, which means it's got millions of views, which means someone was following that little joker around yeah. with a camera. The whole time. They had a close-up of shots, him Multiple shots. Ruining the Christmas ham, and they did nothing. So, like, I, I, who is that guy? Who's, who's doing that? Like, what? How? How did we get this? Is there a Corgi cam footage? Is there, is there a camera Hashtag hanging corgi. on a we dolly? All, we all look forward to the annual viral videos out of Buckingham Palace. <laughs> you right. know? It's, man, yeah. it's the best. That's what we, we wait for. And then two more quick ones. First... The Christmas tree sucks. It sucks out loud. It's terrible. It sucks. He's got a secret library with a fake library door and a first edition of Great Expectations hanging out sideways. I don't even have time to discuss that. But can we discuss that in that secret library is a gorgeous Christmas tree? Yeah, you're right. Is a yes. fully plumed Christmas tree that looks like it would do great as the actual Isle of Comfrey Christmas tree, but instead is tucked into a secret library. Yeah. Can we no. talk about that briefly? 
Because you were offended by the decorations. No. I was offended that they had a good tree, mm-hmm. and we're like, no, thanks. We don't want that one out in the public. <laughs> That's absurd. Yep. But the biggest wait what to me, and I couldn't get over this. I know that, that, that these guys are ballers on a budget. I understand that the, the crown isn't up, up to snuff. But he, he donates a full-length basketball court to an orphanage. <laughs> and he gets back from that, which I didn't even make the synopsis. He gets no. back from that. And the queen storms in and goes, how are you going to afford the basketball court? Okay, one, if we're that, if we're that close on the margins, <laughs> then we've right. got a serious problems with the crown. Mm-hmm. Serious issues. If, if, you know, if 94 feet of concrete and a couple of goals are going are gonna to take us out of yep. budget with the crown, we've got issues. But his answer, his answer is, I sold... The Ferrari. (laughs) He sold a quarter million dollar car to pay for an outdoor basketball court at an orphanage. He got ripped off, man. Like just ripped, ripped right off. I couldn't believe that scene. The crown can do that in a heartbeat. He sold an Italian Sports car. That's all I got, Brian. <laughs> uh, it's time for what the hallmark are the things that we are still wondering about. Brian, what questions do you still have? So they mentioned Chrono as the currency. There. Sure. And I guess I found that Kronos is a cryptocurrency, but I don't think they're using cryptocurrency. So I wonder what's the, the ratio, Chrono <laughs> to dollar. Like, what are we talking Hold. about? Hold. Whatever it is, holds. That's what I know. If I know anything about crypto, <laughs> hold to the moon, baby. Uh, Dave, what are you still wondering about? Nothing. <laughs> like I, I, other than perhaps, you know, I am not uh, a monarchist, uh, and I don't care about royalty. Uh, unless it's like watching the crown where there are really good production values, sort of luxurious things to, you know, enjoy. Um, what if this movie is trolling the idea of royalty Ooh. and that's why, and that's why it sucks so much. Okay. Man. <laughs> what if, what if Meghan Markle secretly produced this film <laughs> <laughs> as a commentary <laughs> On how she was treated. That's funny. By we, the British royal family. Man, I have to rethink everything I know about this movie. Because if it was made bad on yeah. purpose, yeah. then I, it's a piece well, of yeah. art. This, there's so much, there's so little going on here of any value that, I mean, it, it gave me time to collect my thoughts because there's absolutely nothing happening on screen. And so, you know, I, 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 I sat watching it and I thought, what would I rather be doing? Like right now than this. <laughs> and I came up with, I would rather listen to Candace Cameron Bure oh and her even more diabolical brother give me a full length sermon about how I'm going to hell for being queer <laughs> than keep watching this film. Wow. Oh my gosh. All right. Yeah. That is it would the- be more entertaining and there'd be a lot of laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> That's the hottest take of all. That is a very hot take. Um, (laughs) Mine is this. She's on this uh, Kelly Clarkson show. I don't know how to follow up Kirk Cameron other than just to slide right past it. That's the moment of the season for me. uh, She says, we're going to be back right after this. 
and we'll hear about a candle that filters out telemarketer calls. She does say that. And then they go straight to break. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't know what to make of that. Yeah. I would love to hear more about it. I don't know how a candle does anything other than candle. So very intrigued by the process of candle filtering out telemarketer calls. That scene lends me to believe that Dave's hypothesis of so bad on purpose because they're making fun of the royal movies may be possible. Possible. Man, I've got a lot to think about. It makes you think, doesn't it? That's right. It makes you think. (laughs) Um, And I also want to hear that lecture from Kirk and TCB. I I, I think that goes without saying. Don't you want to hear how they word all of that stuff? You know they would. I I want to hear it. Oh, man. They would really knock it out of the park. Oh, man, they would. They would. They've got slides. They've got boards. They've got those felt boards that they flip over. They got, oh, man, it would be great. Um, Mine was the Isle of Comfrey. Like, it it was definitely the... How British are we supposed to believe they are? Yeah. Because we have the uh, g- gambling, like a very yeah. last minute idea where we have people gamble and the, all the proceeds go to this orphanage. Well, what happens if the house loses on that and the crown's got to cover it when they can't even afford a basketball court? <laughs> um, and then they, they clearly, it costs money to go to college. And so... Yeah. Where is this place? Like, where? What part of what continent are we on? And then I forgot about the the boat to the the Holy Land. That makes it even funnier to me. So that was all like just the the Isle of Comfrey in general, where it's located and what their deal is politically. That was what I had. Fantastic. We did, everybody. Congratulations, Dave. Would you like to tell people how they can hear more of your delightful voice in podcasting form? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I co-host a podcast with my uh, husband, whose name is Alfonso Durant. <laughs> That's right. He's going to love that. And it's called Linoleum Knife. Um, we've been doing it for 12 years. We are both film critics by, uh, that's that's our actual job. You're really a professional film critic. We're really actual film critics. And, um, and so, yeah, that's what, I mean, also you could go, if you want, you know, Christmas things, if you want to uh, relate to us on a Christmas level, uh, we have an Instagram account that is decorated, that is decorated, that is dedicated entirely to the Christmas decorations that we obsessively uh, have collected over the past 27 years of uh, being a couple. And, um, and, and we have impeccable taste. That is, um, (laughs) that is something I'm confident about. Uh, And uh, so, yeah, spend your time. Uh, on our on our Instagram account, it is called D X A X Tree. Um, yeah, d- go there. Don't watch this movie. This film has a moral <laughs> obligation to stop existing. <laughs> it's a right great, on the DVD box. That's Dave right. White says it's a great Instagram follow. I, it is. I, I yes, can confirm. Is. Uh, Dave, always good to see you, my friend. I'm sorry that we had to meet under these circumstances, but <laughs> I, I'm always happy to see you. Here's the thing. If this movie had been good, then what would I have had to say? Mm. You know, I would, I would have to ask, I would have to act like a film critic. I would mm. love to hear you wax poetic about a good Hallmark movie. I would, well, I would pay find, for that. Find one for me and That's then right. we'll talk. Yeah, still yeah. looking. We'll get there. <laughs> uh, all right, Dave. Good to see you. Everybody else. See you Thank tomorrow you. with more of it. Until then, maybe the first to wish you a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. The homework is a That Sounds Fun podcast. It's produced by Tracy Noah's name. It's recorded live in, yeah, that Greenville, South Carolina. For more information on Deck the Homework, you can go to deckthehomework.com.
You're about to hear some ads that help keep the lights on here at the studio. Feel free to listen. Feel free to turn it off, whatever you want to. But either way, thanks so much for your support. 